Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host, Otis. This is episode 20 of this awesome show, and I am joined today by Katie. Hi. And we are reviewing the <laughs> the 2019, no wait, the 2019, no wait, the 2020 movie. It got delayed multiple times. We'll talk about why. <laughs> uh, film The Hunt, which is a play on the most dangerous game. The most dangerous game that's hunting people. Just if you didn't know, uh, this movie is a very black comedy satire on folks getting hunted. And usually in those types of films, it's always like a super rich guy hunting uh, people that need the money. That's usually what they do. Like the Jean-Claude Van Damme film, Hard Target. That's what the movie's about. Lance Hendrickson's got his rich friends killing poor people. And Jean-Claude Van Damme, looking hot with his mullet is a poor guy, and he's fighting for his life. So, in this film, it's kind of the same thing. Rich people are hunting people that probably don't have as much money, but this one is a spin on a lot of things, and so it actually caused a lot of flack in the world because this film has liberals, rich liberals, hunting crazy white, white, woo-hoo, Freudian slip, I said white wing, Right-wing conservatives. I mean, you were right. Yeah, I did. It's the same. <laughs> I was like, white. The liberal elites. Yes. So, are hunting down conservatives. So if you listen to any type of crazy people like Alex Jones or Ben Shapiro, that little wiener. Um, or they, Rush Limbaugh. They usually uh, bring up, you know, that there's this hidden cabal of rich liberals that drink, what, uh, the blood of little kids to stay young yeah that's one thing and all this stuff uh just wild as fuck it's a mess and so this is a spin a black comedy spin on kind of a thing like that it's like what if rich liberals just snatched up some hard-working americans middle class folks and just put them in a field and just like we're gonna kill y'all because y'all are bad people so it is a comedy. It makes fun of both sides. It's very much a South Park situation, which is the best way to get a point across is to just stay broad and just make fun of both sides. It's easier. So everybody gets upset. Uh, and when this film was going to come out, uh, a lot of people were very pissed about it. The fucking president at the time brought up this movie and was upset. And he said that... Um, he was upset that the film was portraying supporters of him being hunted by liberals. And he said, the movie uh, the movie coming out is made in order to inflame and cause chaos. And so he never said the movie, but it was the movie that was coming out like a week later. So, you know what I mean? Um, so a lot of people were very puffy without even actually knowing the film. And they said that the film would have like this right-wing anti-liberal tone but it was kind of misinterpreted by the trailers is actually like pro liberal it's a mess this i don't know it's not really pro anyone no it's just it just shows everybody being absurd yeah if you actually like sit down and watch it it is not pro-liberal and it's not pro-conservative it is it shows the ugly side of both parties i think it's more middle of the road it's very much a, like, 
Let's expose the horrible things that both sides think. And so some of the horrible things yeah. that both sides and, think. And what I usually say, politic-wise, um, when you're looking at the news and all the crazy things that are happening, going down, and you get the loud people talking from both sides, it's always the wild ones that get recorded. It's not yeah. ever the people that are like, "Hey, maybe we should just slow it down a little bit and try to work this out." No, it's like the ones that are like, "No, Hillary Clinton and her group are sucking the blood of little." virgin children stay young and it's like eating babies why are you the one getting recorded on tv saying that like no one else actually tons of people believe that but you know that's another story but yeah it's it's that kind of thing it's the the big people on both sides the loudest voice always gets carried further so um this film got delayed multiple times and because of you know the president kind of puffing on it and the wake of the Dayton and El Paso mass shootings, they uh, kind of suspended the campaign of the film, and then they kind of pulled it back a little bit. So uh, this was supposed to come out. I don't remember this shooting. Yeah, the uh, the El These Paso shootings? one that was at a church in El Paso. No, Walmart. Walmart was El Paso. I think Dayton was. No, it was a bar. I don't remember either one of those. Uh. Yeah, that's the sad state of America right now. I can't keep all of our mass shootings in line in my brain because that's how many we have here. Yeah, there was another Sorry, Texas one. Sorry, all of you out of the United States listeners who are even trying to keep up at all. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Bro, common sense is so hard to come by these days. Um, there's another Texas one. It happened at a church. Um Guy, it was like a Mexican church, and the guy came in and just lit him up because Trump told him to. I remember yeah. that one. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, this film had went through a lot, and then March 2020, when it was gonna come out, COVID hit. <laughs> um, so three days after the film's release, uh, they put it, they made it digital on premium video on demand, but. Uh, it, by March, the the world was getting quiet and sitting down. So this film went through a lot of shit, and it sucks because it's a good movie. It's absolutely fun to watch. If you're a little bit puffy and, you know, fanning yourself because you just can't understand the madness of this film, you're not going to have a good time with this. But if you can sit back and relax and just be like, dang, that was a lot. Like, this is absurd. It's great and it has yeah. pretty good points in it. So, and the ending, whole ending part, and it's like, oh, oh, okay, I like this. So, um, so what'd you think about the hunt, Katie? Um, I thought it had some really interesting and cool kills. Yeah. Um, I think it was not really a horror film because it wasn't really scary. There was no point where I was really scared for any of the people. Um, though being in that situation would be very scary. It was the way that it's shot and the way that the story is told isn't meant to be scary to the watcher. I think it's more just meant to be like a thriller type action kind of movie, but I liked it a lot. I did have a problem with the way that the people died only because there was several really famous like bigger names in this and they oh, were yeah. all gone in like 30 seconds oh so. man people go down so quick <laughs> but i liked it a lot yeah uh, i like i said i had a great time it's fun 
Any movie that has my boy Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny. Any movie that has fucking Dennis in it. Just being an absolute mess. And he's a mess in this movie. I he, That's a thumbs up in my fucking book. But I'll go through some of the names in this. And so Betty Gilpin. She's the main character. She's Snowball or Crystal. Um, she is from Glow. Um, she's in that film. She's like the heel. She's the like show. Yeah, I said the film, right? Yeah. Uh, the show, she's the cute one that gets all the sweet shots. And then the main character is like, well, I can wrestle better, but she's not as cute. Uh, Hillary Swank is like the main villain in this. Ike Barinholtz is in it for like 10 minutes. Uh, Ethan Supley, he was in, um, I remember from uh, Butterfly Effect. He was in Boy Meets World. And oh, he was Frankie. Oh, yeah, damn. Right? He looked good. I don't remember him even being in this film. Okay. Yeah, he was um one on the train. He was the one that like, oh, that's a crisis actor. Carl? I think that was him. Or Gary? Gary, yeah. He's Gary. Huh. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's a, super jacked now. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah. He spent the last year like getting hella jacked. Um, well, just like... Uh, and then Emma Roberts is in it. For 10 minutes. Uh, For like f- several minutes. Uh, Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley. He, I was sad. I was like, come on, Justin Hartley. I was really sad when he died too. I was like, he's like the fucking most famous person in this film yeah. so far. How his, dare you? He got his brain peeled off. Yeah, him and Emma Roberts, both of them, they're like yeah. super famous at the at the point of this film. But that's kind of the realness of this film. It shows like in a real situation, don't give a fuck who you are. If your head is up a little too high, your shit's going to get peeled off. And unfortunately, they were in wrong angles and got yeah. shot really fast. So I was like, well, he stepped on a mine and exploded. But it just, yeah. It's so this movie's wild. So we'll get through the story. So in a group text at the beginning, Athena, that's Hillary Swank's character, she talks about, hey, I can't wait for that upcoming hunt when we're hunting all those deplorables at the manor. And then someone's like, hey, we're not, we weren't supposed to talk about that in the group thread. And they're like, ah, we'll be fine. And so later on, on a jet, this man wakes up in the back. And so before that, all the people are like, ooh, you got any caviar? You got any, like, Mediterranean food on the plane? And real swanky people. And then the dude wakes up from the back, and everyone's absolutely terrified. They're like, oh, shit, he woke up. He woke up. What do we do? And Athena walks up and, like, murders the guy with one of her heels and it's like, I don't understand why he woke up. He's like, well, we didn't give him enough drugs to keep him sleep. And they drag his body to the back. And you see this pile of people just sleep in the back of the plane in the cargo hold. And you're like, oh, that's a lot. Huh. So the next morning, uh, 11 people wake up in a forest with gags in their mouths. And so they are confused and they see each other. And some people kind of stay into the bushes and they don't go out in the open because it's just kind of. Trying to figure out things. And so we see Justin Hartley and Emma Roberts and all the, the big names in this movie. They go out into the open and they see a giant box. And they open the box and it's full of weapons. And they're like, hell yeah. And all these people are, you know, all about their guns. And they're like, fuck yeah, man. And Emma Roberts, like, I've never, like, held a gun. It's like, well, you better fucking learn. Like, we got to defend ourselves out here. And so she's like, okay, give me a gun. And then people just start dying. And then you see that, like, I don't know how many yards away, there's this little, like, shooter's alley. 
and there's little hidden faces and then you see little lights going off they're using scopes and they're taking these people out so justin hartley runs off and a girl falls into a hole and she is getting skewered by punji sticks and so they are traps everywhere and then she calls uh ike Barinholtz. she calls him a snowflake for not killing him She's like, shoot me. And he's like, I'm not going to shoot you. He's like, a fucking snowflake. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then Justin Hartley steps on a mine in his face. He's just like, God damn it. And he explodes. And so everyone's dying so fast. So Ike Barinholtz and two other people actually get over a fence. And one of the people gets hit with a bow and arrow. And he goes down. And then a grenade lands right by his face. But they forgot to pull the pin. They're like, oh, you didn't pull the pin, John. They're like, oh, sorry. And then you see another grenade bounce right by his face, and then he double explodes. So Ike Barinholtz and the two other people, they make it to a, I don't know, a rest stop, or like a store. And they go in. Yeah, and like an A&PM or something. Yeah, and they're real confused about things. Mom like, and pop shop. They're like, what the fuck's happening? You know, where are we? Where are we? And they're like, well, you're in Arkansas. He's like, well, they grabbed me from, like, Washington. And like, well, they grabbed me from Florida. And so they're putting the pieces together. They all got snatched up, and they can't remember the the moment they're like i just remember last night i was drinking and then i woke up here it's like they snatched me at some point and they all realized that they all believed and talked about the manor gate so it has a name anytime something has the gate at the end it's some crazy conspiracy theory like pizza gate where apparently hillary clinton it's always hillary clinton uh she's involved with some pizza place and in the basement of the pizza place, this place has no basement, but in the basement of this pizza place, that's where they do all the murdering of the young kids and drain their blood. It all happens no, at a pizza place. No, it's where they were kidnapping kids before they were sent off to be like sex slaves. Oh, that's, where child, that's the place. The pizza oh, okay. place was for child trafficking. Oh, okay. I thought they were draining them too there. Oh, okay. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. They were just taking them into sex trafficking there. I apologize. I don't know. It's all bullshit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So, in the store, uh, one of them, they eat a poison donut. So, they start eating food in the store, and then one of them just starts dying. And then you realize the two store owners, Ma and Pa, they are part of the fucking problem. And they put gas masks on, (laughs) and they throw poison gas cans in the store, and they blow away Ike Barinholtz with a sawed-off shotgun. (laughs) It's a mess. So everybody that you meet is probably in on it. And they talk about it and they're like, yeah, we're here to kill you bad people. And so it's like, you know, we're doing the world a a favor because you people are anti-vax. You're all the worst things in the world. So we're going to take care of you here. And it's an absolute mess. And then we see Crystal. Crystal was the one that didn't go out into the bushes. It come out of the bushes. Honestly, she stayed in there. Found some water, took some of her hair, got a leaf, and she found out where North was, and she's like, I'm going that way. And she ends up at the store. She goes in, and she just wants cigarettes. She asks where she is, and she's like, oh, you're in Arkansas. She's like, okay. And she asks for cigarettes. And so she makes a little conversation, and then she realizes that the cigarettes were too expensive for being in Arkansas, and she grabs their gun and kills them, and even at the beginning, right at this point, uh, what does she say? Uh, she says like cigarettes are only three fifteen, bitch. <laughs> no, three cigarettes in Arkansas are only six dollars, not 
nine or whatever it yeah, was. But she, she gave like, her the change. It was only like eight bucks yeah. or twenty. So even at this point, we realize Crystal is a very smart girl, and she's an army veteran. So she's been through some shit, and she's like, I just want to go home. And uh, she meets up with what was it Gary? Mm-hmm. And so she goes outside, and Gary is—he's got a gun. He's survived to an extent, and he's like, "Well, we can grab this car and get out of here." She's like, "Don't open the car door unless you want to explode." And he looks down; everything's rigged to explode. So, I'm like, "Fuck, we can't use that." And she pulls the license plate off the Arkansas license plate and realizes there's a Croatian one. So they're not even in fucking America, <laughs> and she's so confused. She's like, "Where the fuck are we?" Uh, she learns that Gary is a conspiracy theorist podcaster, and he talks about the Manor Gate and is like, oh my God, like the Manor Gate people grabbed us. He's like, this is it, man. Like, we, we, were, we were exposing too much of the truth, and they grabbed us to kill us. And Lord, he's kind of right, sadly. Um, they hop on a train to sneak out, and it's full of refugees. And Gary's like, oh, those are crisis actors, man. Come on, you know? And the train is raided by soldiers, and Gary talks to the soldiers, and he's like, hey, I'm American. I'm not even supposed to be here. Like, it's my day off. (laughs) He's not even supposed to be here. (laughs) Uh, And so they take him away, and they talk to him. And so you realize, and they actually pick up another person. So uh, Don, Don is there at the camp. And so a U.S. Embassy guy, Oliver, comes up and he's like, hey, I'll give you guys a ride. And it's like, Gary already hopped on another ride, so he'll, he'll, he'll meet us there. And so in the car, Gary, uh, no, Oliver, is like, so you're telling me that these crazy people picked you guys up and left you in Croatia to kill you? And Crystal's like, yeah, it kind of looks like what, it's, what it is. And he's like, but what did you do? Like, specifically for them to do this to you. And she's like, I don't know. They're just crazy. And he's like, no, you must have did something, right? Like, you did something in particular to get on that radar. And Crystal's face at this point, she realizes that, oh, he's one of them. And she does this really cool move in the car. She grabs the oh shit handle in a car. It's the little thing you grab when someone's doing wild shit. She grabs that, shifts her body, and kicks him out of the car. And Don is like, what are you doing? You know, this guy was taking us to safety. And then she runs him over and she opens the trunk and Gary is in the trunk dead. And then there's money, uh, bribery money to for him to kill them. And it's like, yep, he was in on it. He was going to kill us. And so there's a map to the manor. And so Don and Crystal... Uh, they hop in there, and so she's like, well, I'm going to go that way, because that's, that's where they are. And Crystal actually tells Don this really cool story of the jackrabbit and the box turtle. So if you watch any type of animation, uh, Bugs Bunny. So Bugs Bunny, back in the day, he was not that good of a character in a lot of stories um, that he did. And one of the biggest stories where he was an absolute heel was when he raced against the tortoise. So the tortoise and the hare... Uh, I'll go through it because her story is actually pretty to the point until the end and it just gets hardcore. So the hare tells everybody, I'm the fastest son of a bitch in town. No one can beat me in a race. And he loves racing people. So everyone knows how badass he is. Mm -hmm. And then the tortoise is like, well, I want to give it a shot, you know. And so the race starts and he scoots off really far and he's like, oh, I'm winning this easy. 
So I'm going to go fuck around and do some other things. And he takes a nap. And the tortoise, slow and steady, wins the race. You know that saying. And the tortoise is like, here we go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he actually wins the fucking race. The, the hare slept too long and the tortoise won. And so the tortoise goes home and he tells his children, hey, if you believe in yourself and you just keep going, anything is possible. And you think that would be the ending of the story? No. The hare came in, killed his family, broke their shells with a little hammer, and then he broke the tortoise's shell. And, he, and then he ate his dinner. Yep. And that's Crystal's story of... I, I was trying the to... The jackrabbit in the... Yeah. So I was trying to figure out what that story like meant to you. Did, did you have any like idea what it felt like? It From, from what I got of it, it's just like, life really isn't that fair. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I got from it. Don't be a braggart. I don't yeah. know. It's so I don't know. Many... There wasn't really like a, like this normal story of the tortoise and the hare is just like, don't be a braggart. And yeah. like, don't think you're the shit because you could be easily beaten, which is what happens in the normal story that you hear all the time that every cartoon has ever fucking covered of it. Every, you know, you've heard the story of the tortoise and the hare a bunch of times, but the jackrabbit and the hare takes this violent turn that's basically like be careful who you beat because some people are fucking nuts oh okay so honestly she's kind of the jackrabbit in the story she's like well kind of she was no she isn't it's so she is the metaphors because she wasn't bragging well, they thought she was the brat. Oh, I don't know. It's it's complicated because it's layers to that yeah. that metaphor because she's she could easily be the box turtle because she was trying her best and she, you know. Anyway, we'll 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 come back to that because like it's it's layers to it. So, Crystal and Don they find the bunker where all the rich people are hiding, and they're like, "Well, we got a couple people left, and we're doing watches." So she sneaks in and kills everybody and then she um hears the radio going off and it's athena and she's like hey did you guys kill crystal hey don did you get crystal and so you find out that don was in on it and crystal is like put your gun down don and then she shoots him up and she's like okay i need some uh some you know info from you and stuff and she gets what she needs and she kills him and then we get a sweet little flashback because Athena tells Crystal to come to her house. And so you find out that this whole Manorgate thing was a joke. So in Athena's group, when they were texting about like, hey, let's go kill some deplorables at the manor, that was just a joke. But the internet, it got leaked onto the internet by somebody. And so the world made it a real thing. They yelled about it and said like, you know, I can't believe... These rich liberals are killing people at the manor. This is crazy. And so everyone in the group text, their careers were ruined. And these are all the people that were in the bunker shooting all of the deplorables. And so they decide to make it a real thing. And so the whole movie, it was a fake thing. But then people yelling about the conspiracy theory made it real. So they weren't crazy. They were crazy at first, but then they weren't crazy. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy le- like levels to it. And so you find out that they went online and they snatched people 
that shared and produced material relating to the Manor Gate. So they found the biggest, loudest people they could, and they were like, oh yeah, he needs to die. He's got a podcast, and he's been shitting on all our names. And then you see Athena, she's working out in the back, because she's ready to beat people up in this. And then we see Crystal's face pop up on the screen, and she says, what, uh, fuck them? She, it's real simple what she says. You know, she's like, these dudes are pieces of shit. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I want her. Yeah, make sure she's on this, this like, flight. So Athena opens the front door, and she tells Crystal to put her gun down, because, like, don't, we don't need that anymore. And they go inside, and Athena talks to Crystal, and she, you know, says that, I wanted you here specifically because you directly said some shit about me and I really want you dead. Oh, that's what it was. She didn't actually say that Manorgate was crap. She said that Athena, whoever is trash, yeah. it, it like is fucked up and she's part of Manorgate or something like that. Yeah. So it's funny. Crystal l- l- lets her talk and say everything and she says all the info about Crystal. She's like, well, your mom and dad died at a young age. You got into drugs and you did this, this, and that. And you're just trailer park trash. And Crystal's like, uh, no, my parents are alive and they don't do drugs. And like, my life's kind of shitty, but I've never like done drugs and I'm not in a trailer park. She's like, actually, there's another Crystal in town and I get a lot of her mail and a lot of people get us Mixed up. Mixed up. And she, she spells May with an E. Yeah. So and she, I spell May with a Y. Yeah, she's like, so you you grabbed the wrong person. And Athena's like, no, I didn't. She's like, yeah, you kind of did. And then they start fighting. Because Crystal's like, are we going to fight or not? Like, I'm getting kind of Yeah, pissed. I'm done with this. Yeah. Like, let's just fucking fight. And the fight, it's an absolute awesome fight. And so Hillary Swank and Betty Gilpin, they actually worked on this scene for a long time. Months and months. And it's them doing a ton of this, the fight scenes. Well, there's spots where you just need a stunt person. Like when they're going through glass and diving. We're not using the actresses for that, you know? Yeah. But all the fighting is, it's them. And it looks absolutely amazing. When they started scrapping, you can tell when it's a specific person fighting because there's not that many like quick cut scenes like in Taken it is Liam Neeson's doing the scenes but they don't believe in him enough to like just let the camera sit in one spot more well, than five they, seconds it's not that they don't believe in him it's that he's over 60 and is moving slow but I Liam Neeson's could do that stuff I believe in Liam well, Neeson Liam Neeson probably didn't want to do those things cause he's <laughs> old as fuck he's like how about we just like how about you guys just do this and we're, we'll pretend. Yeah, let's, let's do these quick quick shots because I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying to do all this shit. So they fight and then Athena actually stabs Crystal with a blade of a, a food processor. Like stabs her in the side of her stomach. And Crystal's like, oh, I'm fucked up. And then she actually does a bear hug. She hugs Athena and then the food processor stabs her back. But it's more toward the center of her stomach, which is way worse, I guess. <laughs> and so Athena dies. And so Crystal gets up. She makes a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> because Athena was making it. Before. Well, Athena was already making grilled cheese. She just grabs it off the stove. Yeah, she eats it. Uh, she cauterizes the wound and takes some of Athena's clothes, bag, and her dog. Well, she takes like a shower. Yeah. It's all cleaned up and yeah, puts on a fancy dress. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, and then hops on the jet. Oh, sorry. I got to go back a few seconds. So as they're laying on the ground and Athena's dying, she's like, so did I did I grab the right person? Are you the one that did that text, that message, that tweet? And she's like, nah, that wasn't me. And she's like, oh, my bad. And then dies. She's like, oops. <laughs> so fucked up. this whole movie... They she got the wrong person, which happens a lot in social media. Uh, when bad things happen, they're like, "Oh, I saw Katie do it," and everybody's like, "Yeah, it was Katie. Yeah, get her." And innocent people get fucked up because of things. Like I know when the Boston, um, the bombing at the marathon happened, like some innocent people's names were put online, and those people were getting attacked because they're like, "You're the bomber," and like, "What are you talking about, man?" So I love that. That's the way this movie ends. They didn't even get the right person it was just a mistake you know so she hops on the jet drinks some really really old champagne and she's like that's pretty dang good and then the movie ends so katie who's your favorite character in the hunt crystal yeah the final girl crystal's fucking great she was so hardcore and so smart i really liked her yeah uh crystal's a hard ass uh she does not like brag about her skills but she's very capable of like doing work to anybody in this movie. And the whole time, there's multiple scenes where she's like, uh, she does this like face. She's like, you know, I'm never really in control of my life because she's a, a car uh, car rental employee. That's her job. And she looks doesn't look happy. She's like, you know, I feel like, and she makes this crazy face and shakes a little bit. And she's like, I never feel like I'm in control but right now, like, I feel good, and I just want to just... And she makes that face again and shakes. And so she's like, I have to finish this because I'm so pissed off that I got kidnapped and tried to get murdered that I just have to I have to finish this. And I thought that was a really cool idea that she's just so mad that, like, anger is just guiding her down the road. She's like, I have to fight everybody that tried to kill me. Which I would do too. I'd be so pissed if I got kidnapped. I'm like, y'all are dead. If I can get to y'all, y'all are dead. Uh, who was your least favorite character? Um, I did not like the Order of the Deaths. <laughs> I like that. Uh, my least favorite like character was the fact that they blew through all of their famous people yeah. in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, Ike Baron Holt. Because, I want him in that So line. we don't see um, Hillary Swank. We don't find out that Athena is Hillary Swank until the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, every time you see Athena, it's her back. Like, you see her hair or whatever. And you see, like, her text messages or you never actually see her fucking face. Even when she kills the guy on the plane, you just see her hand, like, kill. And then she walks away and everyone's like, oh, fuck, that's badass. So... To the at the beginning of the movie when like Justin Hartley dies and Ike Barinholtz dies and Emma Roberts dies, they all die and you just assume, well now it's just a bunch of nobodies because no one else really has like an extensive, like, uh, list of you know titles behind them. Yeah. Um. Until you get to the end and you figure out that Hillary Swank is, like, the main bad guy, so it was really disappointing having you know the people that. I wanted to see in this film because of the trailer die hella quick. Yeah. Like, I wanted more of them. Yeah. 
So Katie said it, and that was a really good least favorite character. I actually wrote none available. Everyone played their parts just right. I just wanted more of people. Like Ike Barinholtz, that dude's hilarious. If you haven't seen anything, he's in the what Mindy Project. Oh yeah. Uh, he was on Mad TV. He's hilarious. He's done a lot of stuff. Anything he's, he's a writer for like everything. Yeah, anything he's in, you're gonna laugh because he's an absolute fucking mess. Uh, he was in this and seeing like a right wing version of him was hilarious. And I was like, oh, it's going to be so great. He's going to meet up with Crystal and they're going to do some work. And he just gets the shotgun to the chest. I was like, oh, damn it. Uh, Justin uh, Hartley, I've seen his face before. I know he was in Smallville. He was what, Green Arrow, right? Yeah. And then he was mm-hmm. in This Is Us, right? Yes. Yeah. So I've seen his face, and I'm like, oh, I know that dude. He'll do good. Oh, he stepped on a mine. I was like, yeah. So And then, you know, everybody I saw was like, hell yeah. And then they die, and I'm like, oh, damn it. So uh, let's do seven-word synopsis. I have a lot because I was, I was really happy. So um, my first one is a 14-word synopsis. So I need to read Animal Farm again. Actually, this film is a better version. So, uh, there are tons of nods to Animal Farm, and if you know anything about Animal Farm, I'll use, try to do this in 20 words. Uh, animals take over farm uh, to stop being used as slaves, because farm animals are slaves. And then, some of the animals realize that it's fun being slave masters, and then they become slave masters to the rest of the animals. And so there's tons of metaphors to this. Uh, Crystal, she's named Snowball, which was the the character, the good one, trying to lead the animals. And he gets chased off at the end by the bad guys. And so she's like, that's going to be our Snowball. She's going to rally everybody together before we stomp her out. Because, yeah, Snowball, like, leaves. He's like, oh, shit. Um, so everyone gets a name from the book. Everyone has a name. So uh, it's, it's really cool. So, um, the most dangerous animal, car rental employee. That's the most (laughs) dangerous animal in in Croatia. Uh, so many famous people died in the beginning. And then my last one, did I choose right? Nope. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole movie, (laughs) y'all. We'll see you next time. Uh, Katie. Uh, women go hard AF in Final Fight. Hell yeah, man. That fight's awesome. That's like in, uh, what, the Raid 2? No. Yeah, the Raid 2. When those, it was one of those fights got like an award. People were like this. Yeah, it's the one with, um, was it the second one? Mad Dog in the... No. No, not Mad Dog. It was in the middle of that kitchen scene. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was though. a kitchen scene. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. That was such a good fight. People were like, that's the truth. If you want, if you need to see a fight scene this year, watch this. The hunt, that final fight scene, is fucking great. I had a great time. I was smiling. You only had one? Yeah, just okay. one. So, this film came out. Oh, take it back. Minority Kill Count. Do you remember any dark people dying? The crisis actor, he exploded. He got a grenade to the pants. Yeah, because he was a bad guy. Um, I think he's the only one. Everybody else was white. Because he wanted yeah. to be like a refugee, and they were like, "That's kind of racist." He'd be like, but you said it. But <laughs> but I was but I'm the one who did it. So it's yeah, fine. yeah, that's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just him. Okay, so we got one. So now minority kill count is 178, and a Tito Turtle. So 
This film came out March 13th, 2020. It was supposed to come out a year before. But what do you think the budget was? $10 million. Not bad. $14 million. Okay. And what do you think it made in the box office? $20 Because March 2020 was not great. Yes. Uh, not bad. You went a little over. Made $16 million. Okay. I'm impressed that it made any money. Yeah, me uh, too, That it made man. anything over its budget. Me too. Because it came out at the start of COVID. Yeah. I think the fact that it had a couple days before COVID, like, we need to sit sit down for a little bit. Like, and then video on demand, because it was so soon after, people were like, oh, well, you know, we'll be back outside in, like, you know, two or three weeks. So I'll just buy it and we'll watch it like that. You know, that was a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was flatten the curve, y'all. And then it's like, we're still inside, y'all. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it, it made its money, and it was controversial, which usually movies like that usually make more money. So I'm sad that it didn't do as much. I was really sad about it. But yeah, uh, still pretty dang good. I, I like this movie a lot. Uh, you got anything else to say about The Hunt? Nope. The Hunt. <laughs> it's fucking Martin. No, uh, Nelson. That episode when the kids and Simpsons they got left on an island, it's like a... Uh, What's that book? Lord of the Flies. Yeah. And like Bart, Lisa, and Milhouse run off. And he's like, the hunt is on. And they like chase him down. So uh, Hunt's great. Watch it. It's fun. It's fun. Especially with some political people. They'll be like, oh my lord. They, they will giggle at things in this. So um, if you have any other cool fun facts about Betty Gilpin and why she is amazing, you can tweet us at Allentownpod. We have a email it is. Allentownpresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentownpresents. So, uh, this is episode 20. We got 11 more episodes. Uh, I know we have a trilogy that's probably going to be the anchor of this year. And we have a couple of really good films, some uh, a few Netflix ones. And then I know Katie and I, I don't know if it's going to be the boys, Katie and I are going to finish a very... Uh, a sequel near and dear to Katie and Terrell's heart. We're gonna mm-hmm. wrap it up. I haven't even seen it, and so uh, we're gonna sit down. It's and, wild. And, yeah, I, I know. I came in and y'all were like yelling at the TV screen. So it's uh, wild. Yeah, we got a couple of films. Uh, we're gonna do a cool crossover episode uh, with ladies from Kayfabe Queens. There's another wrestling one that came out, so we're gonna do that um, soonish, and that's a really good one. I I watched it and interactively chose the fate and it was really fun i had a great time i was laughing so uh thanks so much for listening and keep with us we got 11 more episodes okay bye guys